חגיגה דף ה' עמוד בייס, קונקט ורקונקט מאיגרו רמו לבירו עמיקטו. גמורה אומרת רבי היה נקי ספר קינות וקרקרי בגבי. רבי היה נקי ספר קינות When he got to this particular posuk, the posuk of Hishlich Mishamayim Eretz Tiferet Yisrael, that the Rebbeinu Shalom has thrown down the glory of Israel from the highest heavens down to, the, down to earth, at that point exactly that he was reading the posuk, the book fell out of his hand, the, the sefer fell out onto the floor. Omar, he said, from a high, from, from the most exalted heights, And in fact, the way it's printed, they leave out perhaps the most important point uh, that, that he used to make. What, what is the point? He used to say, in explaining this, and it says so in the, in the Sefer, it brings that, that Rebbe was commenting not of the fact that it was on the ground. Whether a Sefer is on the ground or a Sefer is on the table, it doesn't make a big difference. It's the same Sefer. But the Sefer got damaged from the fall. He probably looked down at the Sefer and the Sefer was damaged. And he talks about the gap. He talks about the delta between where it was and where, it, where it's landed. It's the fall that damages the Sefer. It's not the fact that the Sefer is on the floor. It doesn't matter where the Sefer is from that perspective. What damages the Sefer is the fall. And, and he was commenting about the fall. The piece that in the Sefer they leave out, which is so important, is what caused the fall. What caused the fall is that I let go of the Sefer. I disconnected from the Sefer. What happens when you disconnect? When you disconnect comes the fall. And what is the fall? He, Reb Chaim then refers to many cases in, in Tanakh. One of them was the case of Cain and Hevel, where Hevel was on a very high Madrega. He was on the same level as, as, as Hevel. And then, you know, the story, they brought the Korbanat, Hashem accepted Hevels, not Kayans. And then the Targum Yonason explains the Posuk, because the Posuk is a, is a strange one. Vayomer Kayan el Hevel Achiv, and Kayan said to Hevel his brother, Vayibi otam basadeh, when they were out in the field, Vayakum Kayan el Hevel Achiv, and Hevel killed his son, and Kayan killed his brother Hevel. What was the conversation? It just says, Vayomer Kain al Hevel. And Kain said to Hevel, but then it doesn't tell us what he said. The Targum Yonasan tells us what he said. There was a conversation which led to the murder. And what was the conversation? It was a, a major theological debate that, that took place. Where Kain says to Hevel, um, uh, when they went outside, he says... I'm looking at, I realize that the world is, is created by the Ribbon Shalom, but clearly the world doesn't run based on people's deeds. It makes no difference whether you're a tzaddik or you're a rosha. It's, it's pretty random. Because otherwise, why was your korban not accepted and my korban was not accepted? We both, both brought a korban. Hevel answers that's not true, the world is created, you're right, it's created by Hashem, but it's operated on the basis of the quality and quantity of, of good deeds. 
And um, my my korban was first. I brought a, a more chosen korban and I brought it first. There's a difference. You can't just compare your korban with mine. There was a qualitative difference between the korbanot. And that's why you should look at yourself. Don't look at the at the whole universe. Ane kain, kain answered vamalehevel. Let din velet dayan. Kain, this person who's just been created by Hashem himself, one of the, the one of the first human beings ever, one of the greatest human beings ever, ever, turns around in that moment and says, "There is no God. There's no olam habo. There's no reward for tzaddikim. There's no punishment for rishayim." Hevel says there is, they have an argument, Cain gets up and gets so furious that he kills Hevel. That's the background to the, to the event. And Rebchaim Shmuel Levit says, what, what happened here? You see the effect of the feeling of rejection. When a person feels rejected, in this case rejected by Hashem, there's disconnect. And when there's disconnect, you fall. It's like the, like the kinos for like the Sefer Eicha falling out of the hands of Rebbe. When you disconnect, when you let go, you fall. And the fall does the damage. It's not where you are. Where you are, you can pick yourself up again. The problem is the fall does the damage. You have an airplane on the ground. The airplane's a, a great airplane. It's beautiful. The airplane's flying in the air. It's beautiful. It's fine. It's great. The problem is if it falls from the sky to the earth, then you don't have anything. It's the fall that is so damaging and so, and so dangerous. And he brings other examples. He brings the example of the eagle, where Hashem says, The Jewish people, the Bnei Israel, have departed from the way I've commanded them. They've made a golden calf. And they've bowed to it. They've brought sacrifices to it. And they're saying to this golden calf, this is the God that brought you out of Egypt. What is with them? And that's, that's an important question. What is with them? How is it possible that Am Yisrael, days or moments almost, after receiving the Torah and Sinai, were able to dance around an eagle, I haven't said, what happened? First posuk of the Perik, Vayarham Kivoshesh Moshe la Redit Minahar. They saw that Moshe wasn't coming back. What did they feel? Abandoned. When you feel abandoned, you feel disconnected. When you're disconnected, you fall, just like the Sefer Eichov fell out of the hand of Rebbe when it became disconnected. That's the danger of disconnection. Disconnect creates a fall. And a fall destroys, it's incredibly destructive. And so one has to be very careful. One has to be able to, firstly, protect oneself from the fall, and secondly, be able to understand what's happened when one's, when one's fallen. Um, and, and when Reb Chaim Shulevich used to speak about that, he used to say, and who doesn't fall? We all, we all have falls. It's, it's the way life is. Like you go up, you go down, you have, you have falls. What does one do to, to reconnect? So the two... Ways to reconnect are in the continuation of our Gemara. So in, in stories that seem to be disconnected from what's from the piece we've just learned. But if you look at the flow, you realize that those two stories are, 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 very, uh, are very connected. And the first story involves Rebbe. Rebbe and Rabbi Chia were walking on the way together. They came to a particular town and uh, Rebbe says, is there a, a Talmud Chochem in this town? If there is a Talmud Chochem, let's go and, let's go and see the Talmud Chochem. Some people, when they come to a town, they want to know, is there a good restaurant in the town? They Google to see, is there a restaurant to go to? 
Others look and see is there a good art gallery, a good museum to go to, and they Google and they go to the and they go to the museum. Uh, Rebbe and Rebbe Chia Google to see who's the Talmud Chacham here. Perhaps there's a Talmud Chacham. We can go sightseeing to the Talmud Chacham. Uh, Amri, they said, Iketsubim Rabbanon Hachavi is one here. Umaore Naim who, but he's blind. Omele Rabbi Chia le Rebbe Tivat, Lotazalzal ben Nasiyutecha. You the Nasi, says Rabbi Chia to, to Rebbe. You don't have to go and visit an old blind man somewhere here. I'll go and I'll pay him my respects and you, you sit here and, and wait for me. He caught hold of, of Rabbi Chir. Rabbi was probably an old man already. And he took hold of him and, and went with him. And they were about to leave. The, the blind man says to them, You came to show respect to a face that can be seen but cannot see. May you have the schut to be able to welcome the face that cannot be seen but can see. In other words, the Rabbi Rabbi says to Rabbi Chir, do you see what you were going to deprive me of? You wanted me to stay and I wouldn't have got this brocha from this, this blind man. Uh, part of this whole piece of Gemara we've been learning the last few daf is about, as we know, is the korban is the mitzvah of Re'ir coming to the base Amikdash during the Shalosh Regalim and being seen. And we've seen the Gemara links, Lir'ot and Le'ra'ot, to see and be seen. Because one of the ways you connect with a person, or with Hashem, the, the, the principles are the same, is by seeing and, be, and being seen, eye contact. That when you're speaking to somebody, eye contact doesn't mean you stare at them, it means you make frequent eye contact. When two people see each other, when they're looking at each other, it's a flash of a moment. Sometimes you've all experienced it and happen with a stranger. You're just walking in the street, you're standing in an airport, and, and eyes just connect. And then each goes on their own way. But you're aware of the fact that there was a moment of connection. One of the ways we connect is through to see and be seen. Um, and, and that's so important. We've, we've talked a lot about the difference between learning online uh, and, and, and being at a shir. That's one of the differences. You connect to the chabura, you connect to each other, you connect to the person giving the shir, uh, you connect to the safer in a different way. They're using the eyes as a vehicle of connection which when we're just learning online, or you're listening to something as, as, as valuable as that, I don't want to minimize that at all. Baruch Hashem, we've got hundreds of people that listen to this every day, and it's incredibly valuable for them, and, and we appreciate it. It's, a, it's wonderful to have a community like that, and we're busy building a website so that this community can connect. The website's up already, we're just finishing it off, that this community of people can connect, can comment, can ask, can talk, so at least this connection and we're not just all satellites around the world listening to, to a shir, participating in a program of learning and not being able to connect. There needs to be connection. But one of the ways of connection we see from this little story with Rebbe and Rabbi Chia is to see and to be seen. Rebbe wants to go to find the Talmud Chochem in the town and see him, just to see him. The, um, and there's so many interesting stories. Some I've shared with you uh, already, the... Um, <laughs> It was when Rabbi Elia Lopian came to Yerushalayim for the first time, first Yom Tov, he went to be Makbil Panei the Briskarov. He went to, to do exactly what Rabbi and Rabbi Chia did. It was Sholosh Regolim, you can't go to the Beis Amikdash to Hashem. So he went to the Briskarov to, to visit him, to see, his, to see his face. 
and and I have a sense of what that why that's important and what that's like from the connection that I had with his son, with Rameo, the risker of son, with Rameo. When you're connecting, when you're there with him and you're looking at him and he's looking at you, you feel you're in the presence of Kedusha, you're feeling you're in the presence of the Rebbeinu Shalom. And Rebellion wanted that feeling and wanted to honor the Briskarov, it was the authority in Yerushalayim. And apparently they sat for a period of time, I don't know how long it was exactly, but it was something like 30 minutes, and not a word passed. They just sat. And afterwards, Rebellion got up and went. And one of the Talmudim then said to the Briskarov, what was that about? He said, that is a Talmud of Rabbi Yisrael Salanta. That's what Rabbi Yisrael Salanta meant. That's all he said. But the understanding that you didn't need words. This is about connection. Nowadays, it's just about words without connection. And then there was an understanding. You need connection. You need to see and be seen. That's all. Just be present in each other's presence. And each one just enjoyed the presence of the other. They didn't have to talk. There wasn't a need to talk. In the times that I was with Reb Meir, so many times we would sit, I would say of the time, it was usually about an hour each time that, that we were together, about probably 10 minutes was talking and, and, and 50 minutes was sitting. I would ask a question and then there would be five minutes of silence. And then he would answer it in the most beautiful, brilliant way. And then I would ask something and there would be silence. If you added it up, there was probably 10 minutes of talking and 50 minutes of silence. We live in the, in the world of noise. We can't operate unless there's noise around us. It's about connecting, not about noise. And sometimes even talking, even conversation can damage connection because you want to see and be seen. And that we see here with Rebbe and Rabbi Chia. So when one feels disconnected, Reconnect. One of the ways to reconnect is to see and be seen. Daven with a minion. Come to shul. It's one of the ways. Remember, we Gideon, we had that conversation when you were going through a difficult time not long ago. And Ilan sitting right next to you said, come to shul. And your life started changing. Am I right? See and be seen. Be among people. Connect. Connect with the Rebbeinu Connect with each other. It's so powerful. And we fall out of it. We get routine breaks. And you're going, you're doing, you're in shul. And then it comes a time you don't you're not well or something happens or you're traveling and it's hard to get back into the routine again. Get back into the routine. Reconnect. Don't stay unconnected because if you're unconnected, if you're disconnected, there's a danger of the fall and look what happens to the, in the case of the fall. And the other case is Rav Idi Baravur, the Rabbi Yaakov, Baridi Havaragil, Dava Azul Tlata Yarchibuta. Uh, Rav Idi, the father of Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi, used to spend three months to go to the shir. You think it's difficult to get up at 6.30 in the morning and, and take five minutes to come to the shul? Yes, it's difficult. There's a mysterious nefesh in that. He used to have to go three months to get to the shir. And then he had to get home for Yontif to be Misameach, his wife. So between Sukkot and, and Pesach, or between Pesach and Sukkot, how long did he have to be at the base of Medrash? One day. That's all he could be at the base of Medrash, but it was worth it. He traveled three months there and three months back to have one day in the base of Medrash. You see, it's so important that, that we do that. And the Gemara goes on and discusses and says, Notice this Gemara, it's so important. Anybody who learns Torah even one day a year, it's as if you've learned the whole year. But the Gemara doesn't say, 
if you only learn Torah once. It says once a year. Every year on that day you learn Torah. It's the consistency. It's the regularity. It's the rhythm. That creates the connection. If you do something every day, but no matter what, every day you do it. If you do something every week, but no matter what, every week you do it. You do something every month. You do something once a year. But every year on that day, that's what you do. It becomes embedded in your DNA. It becomes part of you. You are what your habits are. You are what your consistency is. It's not a person does a wonderful thing once and then he does nothing and he learns all day, one night, one day he learns through the night and then he doesn't learn at all and then he learns a bit. That's nice. Those are all disconnected mitzvahs. But it doesn't change who you are. What changes who you are are the kvius, the things you do all the time, each day, every day. Once, if you do it every day, it's as if you do it all day. You do it once a week, every single week, no matter what, it's as if you do it all week. You do it once a year, no matter what, every year on that day, that's what you do. It's as if you're doing it all year. It changes who you are. That's how you reconnect. So in these Gemaras, we have the two methods of reconnect. Reconnect by year air and year air, by seeing and be, being seen. Connect with, with eye contact. Connect with your Gemara. Look at the words inside. Connect with the Magid Shu. Connect with your Rebbe. Connect with your Chaverim. Uh, connect, connect, connect with the Rebbeinah and be seen and just being seen is important and seeing is important and when you can do them both it's even better reconnect all the time and the other thing is the routine if you've broken a routine make sure to get back into it because it's the routine that, that makes the difference it's when you're doing something consistently, consistently that you change who you are it's physically so, it's spiritually so it's emotionally so you go to the gym regularly it will change your body you go, some days, sometimes you don't, once you do, once you don't, doesn't change your body. Each, each time is something, but it doesn't change your body. The same it is with ruchness, with spirituality. You do something on a regular basis, it changes your neshama, it changes your being, it changes who you are, just to keep, to keep that, uh, that consistency. And so that's what, what Rebbe noticed when the Sefer fell out of his hands. When it disconnects, you, it falls. When it falls, it can drop to the lowest levels imaginable. Kain denying Hashem, B'nai Yisrael running around a, a golden calf. That's what can happen to the greatest of people in a moment of rejection and abandonment, in a moment of, of disconnection. And when we feel disconnection, how important it is to reconnect.